This is Pet Life Radio. Let's talk pets. Victoria Schaefer, aspiring actress and animal enthusiast, is on her own in New York City. Follow Victoria and her two dogs, Rue and Echo, as she cares for her furry friends and juggles home life and career, all the while managing to survive in the world's most hectic city. The exciting animal adventures and secret stories from both ends of the leash that make up the Tales of the City. Hey guys, it's Victoria Schaefer, your host of Tales of the City on Pet Life Radio. Sorry I haven't recorded any new episodes recently. But I've been working super hard producing an exciting project, which I'll reveal to you all a little later. I'm currently in Los Angeles working on post-production with my dogs, Rue and Echo. When I'm not working, we've been having the most amazing time hiking in the canyon and going to the dog beach. This last weekend was a definite highlight to my trip. I attended Hot Dog LA, a dog fashion show hosted this year by David Arquette and his wife, Christina, to benefit Canine Companions for Independence. CCI is an incredible nonprofit organization founded in 1975 that provides people with disabilities a highly trained assistance dog to enhance their lives. So stick around because when I return, I'll be speaking with actor, producer, writer, and director David Arquette, his wife Christina Arquette, a celebrity hairstylist who will be primping up the pooches before they take the runway, a CCI trainer, and a few recipients of CCI dogs. We'll be right back. Tales of the City will be right back in two shakes of a, well, tale. It's designerpetsweaters.com. Hand-knitted designer sweaters for your precious pup or cool cat. Beautiful couture patterns for your pets, including custom-knitted formal wear, casual wear, yachting, and even sports-themed. Many designer pet sweaters include feathered tammy hats, top hats, and a lot of sparkle. Each sweater includes leg loops, front paw sleeves, and leash opening. Visit designerpetsweaters.com to order your four-legged fashions today. Your pets will stay warm for the winter and be runway ready. Large or small, we fit them all. Designerpetsweaters.com Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com And we're back. You're listening to Tales of the City on Pet Life Radio. I'm your host, Victoria Schaefer, here with David Arquette and his wife, Christina Arquette, who are so kindly hosting today's lovely event, Hot Dog LA, in Santa Monica, California. Can you tell us a little bit about today's event, Hot Dog LA, and why you guys chose to support Canine Companions for Independence? (laughs) Well, actually, David sort of got us involved. A friend of his has a really cool clothing store called Goliaster in Hollywood, and she is providing, like, a cool dress for us tonight for me to walk in. Oh, wow. And so it started that way, but we're just huge animal lovers. We have three rescue basset hounds, and we believe in, like, rescuing our dogs and any sort of charity that we can be a part of that's doing something for the furry community is really important to us. And I think we both were just saying when you turn on the news nowadays, there's so much going on in the world, so it's fun to do, like, a event where you laugh and looking at dogs in costumes there's nothing funnier than that and I just saw a giant St. Bernard in like a skin tight cheetah outfit 
So just to be a part of an organization like this, it makes me so giddy because I love dogs so she much. Does. And, and she gets allergies. So she's I'm, like, I'm totally allergic to allergic. every. Yeah, do you see my eyes are watering? Oh I have like, gosh. I've taken a Benadryl, but I don't want to pass out like before this whole thing gets started. So because canine, oh, we're going to get a picture right now. I was like, ah. Um, but I'm just looking, there's another St. Bernard right there. Is that another St. Bernard? Yeah, that takes some serious guts to bring a dog like this to a sit down uh, event. Well, our yeah. two basset hounds are downstairs in the green room because they're very like diva-ish and um, all the dogs here are so well behaved because they're highly trained service animals. You yeah. know, they, this organization is so great because they provide highly trained service animals to people with disabilities like anyone from a child to a veteran. So the difference between our dogs and the amazingly talented disciplined dogs here is our dogs jumped up on the buffet table as soon as we got here <laughs> yeah. and I'm so horrified so I'm, I apologize to everybody uh, here. for. Our... I'm sure they'll be forgiven. <laughs> Everyone here seems to be dog lovers yeah. so far. I did see a ton of pictures online of your guys' basset hounds, and I read that they're all rescues, which is a cause that's dear to my heart. I have two rescue dogs. What kind kind of dogs? um, I have a Boston Terrier Uh Chihuahua and a Great Pyrenees Australian Uh Shepherd. Those Uh, are unusual dogs, too. Yeah, 90 pounds and 15 pounds. Uh, And I actually, I live in New York, but I'm here working on a different project unrelated to Pet Life Radio. And we flew here for the first time and that was uh on the plane so that was yeah so if you're apologetic for uh your dog going on the buffet table you should have seen my 90 pound dog in a seat on the plane all the way from new york to la that's like my dream to travel with all of our dogs i i just like i love basset hounds more than anything in the entire universe so an event to feature the two our dogs our third dog has arthritis so she's not walking today but that's um but yeah just like you know just such a great cause and david is a really charitable person kind of always giving back but she's really (laughs) taken she spearheaded this because she is such an animal lover yeah can you tell me why animal adoption is so important to you do you have a history with it there's just so many you know dogs that need homes out there and we've learned so much about how it's bad like puppy mills are bad and you know do everything we can to sort of get rid of those and, and just support the dogs out there that need a home yeah and for our three dogs i mean all of them uh, one of our dogs was uh owner release but the other two were like on doggy death row oh wow and you know one of them our prized possession dallas who we rescued in detroit he was literally a day away from being put down at the pound and he's the most incredible dog we have three kids two between us and he's like you know their mascot and i couldn't imagine you know them not having a second lease on life so any sort of adoption is really important yeah that brings me to my next question which is i know you have three children of varying ages (laughs) and i just wanted to know if you feel it's important to raise children in a household around dogs absolutely i mean dog it teaches them responsibility and you know they they just love the animals and have so much fun with them and and you know they're the dogs become part of your family, so it really is, uh, we couldn't, I couldn't imagine our lives without any of them. My delivery doctor said it's like proven science, that having dogs around babies and, and toddlers just instills responsibility and love and care. Okay. So he was like, do you have, do-? and also helps with allergies, ahead of, oh, sorry, ahead of time, but so I, I just remember uh, him saying it's so important to have furry friends around the house, because, you know, they're like our extended family members yeah for sure okay i also read a funny and interesting fact about you guys which is you brought your dog to a hypnotist once is this true did we do no did we there was an article in 
Oh, yes, we did. Oh, Her my story. God, I forgot. Yeah. No, you did. It was at the Ojai Valley Inn. Yeah. Okay, this is a true story. Do you not remember this? <laughs> I this heard right. her snoring to prevent your dog from snoring. Do you remember at, at the yeah you were there at the Ojai Valley Inn and there was a dog hypnotist that they offered through the hotel and uh-huh. we did it. Do you remember this? And and she was so sweet, but David's so bad with like anything that's like hypnotism. Or I'm gonna whatever. guess it didn't work. If you don't remember, no, it didn't work for me. I it didn't work for him. <laughs> that is true. I forgot about that. But yeah, he, it didn't cure his snoring. So it was for your dog or for you, <laughs> both of them. <laughs> I thought that was interesting because I've done some interviews. But we in have the done past. acupuncture on our dogs. And does that work? I'm not. I mean, they say because so. you have arthri- one of them has, has arthritis. arthritis. Yeah, I'm just interested in an unconventional uh, yeah. medicine for dogs and how far people are willing to go to treat their dogs. We've done a little bit of like the hippy dippy stuff with the hound dogs, but at the end of the day, like I joke when I go to the vet that they cost more than. Our children, you know what I mean? Because sometimes, like, yeah. very much so. Sometimes, yeah. and I don't have children yet, so I can't speak to that. But yeah, they're very costly. Yeah, for sure. All right, and I have one more question, a fun question, which is: you starred in a movie in 2001 called Sea Spot Run. Run yes. yes, and I was wondering what it was like acting beside maybe the largest, most slobbery breed of dog. He was so amazing. It was a, it was a great experience. I loved working on that film and. You know, movie dogs are so trained so well. And we have a dog from Mutton Stuff here, Skippy, tonight. Jumpy. He's, he's going to do some tricks. Jumpy, jumpy. jumpy. Well, I'm, <laughs> I think on the show he's called Skippy. But so I don't know. I love. They say don't work with animals or kids, but I. Think and that the, had both. I, yeah, and I think the opposite. You should always work with animals and kids. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you very much, thank and thank you. you for hosting this event. Thank it's you. really beautiful. Thank you. I'm so happy Thanks. you guys need it. Okay, so what's your name? My name is Becky Miller. And what's your role at CCI? I am an instructor, so a trainer, and I'm also the participant program manager, which basically means that I work with all of our clients who have disabilities and help them through the application process and then do all of their follow-up support after they've been matched with one of our dogs. Great. And um, how, how have you seen that these assistance dogs change people's lives? These dogs do absolutely incredible things for our clients. Uh, they literally and figuratively open doors. Um, <laughs> they they provide them with a sense of independence, of course. They allow them to get out in the community, to connect with people who might be a little bit standoffish when they see somebody in a wheelchair. Yeah. Having a dog makes it that much more inviting to get them up and, you know, just say hi, ask questions. It draws people in. And then, of course, the physical aspects of retrieving your keys off the floor. I mean, I had a client who was a woman who got her service dog and she said she's not scared to be in a parking lot by herself anymore because if she drops her keys, she knows her dog can pick them up. She doesn't have to wait for somebody to come by and be in a really really vulnerable position. Good point that you wouldn't think of otherwise. What kind of assistance dogs do you train? We train dogs for people who have physical disabilities other than blindness. So we have clients who have disabilities that range from multiple sclerosis to spinal cord injuries, cerebral palsy. Um, We work with a lot of veterans who have uh, limb loss, um, traumatic brain injuries, things like that. And how does uh, one who is eligible apply for one of your dogs? We have a pretty lengthy process. We want to make sure that these dogs are going to somebody who's truly going to use them and going to take care of them. So they can start the process just by going on our website on www.cci.org. And they can fill out the application request form, which Mm -hmm. just asks basic information. And then we kind of start the application process from there. 
If somebody is accepted onto our wait list, they're looking at probably a two-year wait before wow. actually, yeah, yeah. High <laughs> we have demand. high demand and, you know, we have really high standards for our dogs, so we're not just cranking them out like a, you know, yeah, factory. Yeah, of course, of course. Um, do you get them from a breeder? Do you have a specific breeder? We actually do our own breeding. So oh, wow. we have our own breeding program, so we can control as much as we possibly can in terms of the health of our dogs. All of our dogs are screened for their hips and their elbows and their hearts and their eyes and, you know, all of the genetic screening that we can possibly do in uh-huh. advance. Um, we screen for everything we can because we don't want to give somebody who has a disability a dog that might also be sick. Yeah. 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 And um, how do you go about making that match? <laughs> the million dollar question. Yeah. Um, I'm sure it's difficult. It me. is. It's a difficult process. I mean, a lot of it just comes down to chemistry, but really we're looking at the dog and the dog's skills and their temperament. And then we're looking at the people and what their physical limitations might be, their physical abilities, what they can physically manage. And then we, uh, we do a little match.com action. Okay. We're only a few more questions. Okay. And then once you do make the match, what is the training process like for the owner? For the people. Yeah. So, um, we actually have a two week in-house training where the clients come and they live on our campus. Everything is completely free of charge. So they're getting a dog and training and follow-up services that's valued at about $50,000 and they don't pay a cent for it. They just have to pay to maintain the dog long-term. And then they live on our campus for two weeks and we take them through boot camp basically for two weeks. They go, they sit through lectures. We go on field trips and outings. We practice dog handling skills. We do pretty much everything they could possibly need. Understanding the etiquette of having an assistance dog yeah. in public, that's really important to us. So that's incredible. Yeah. So you said it's about fifty thousand per fifty thousand per per dog or dog per, per placement. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, just the last question, probably most important mm-hmm. question, is what are some ways that people can contribute? Of course, you know we love getting donations. donations. <laughs> yes. Where, what? Where yeah. can they uh, do that? Our website is the best place to find out about our organization. Mm-hmm. It's www.cci.org. Okay. Um, and then the other best way to get involved is we're always looking for volunteers to help start the process and, and take in an eight-week-old puppy. And, and where do... are you guys located? We are actually down in Oceanside, but we okay. are a nationwide organization. So we have six training centers throughout the United States. Okay, great. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you very much. Thanks it's so amazing much. to hear about the training process yeah. and everything. You don't think about those things. <laughs> You're listening to Tales of the City on Pet Life Radio. I'm your host, Victoria Schaefer. Be right back after these commercials. Time for a walk in Central Park, of course. We'll be right back with more Tales of the City. Don't do what I did and run out. If it's working, don't quit. Why would you stop? Why undo all the good that's been accomplished? You've got to feed them right for life. Dynavite is nutrition. If I ever took Roy off of Dynavite... No, 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 no. When I get to about three quarters... When I get down to the bottom of my box of Dynavite... Oh, no. I've got a couple more scoops. It's time to place my order. Dynavite.com. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E.com. 859-428-1000. Order a 90-day supply of Dynavite for your dog this week. We'll send you four extra packs of Nubbanubs, free. Nubbanub treats are freeze-dried beefy treats. Made with no cereal fillers, chemical preservatives, or dyes. Good for the tummy. And yummy. Nubbanub treats. Free this week at Dynavite.com. Just feed your dog right. Use Dynavite. Dynavite for life. 859-428-1000. 859-428-1000. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. 
Let's Talk Pets. Let's Talk Pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. Welcome back to Tales of the City on Pet Life Radio. I'm here at the Hot Dog LA Runway Show in Santa Monica, California, having an amazing time mingling with supporters of CCI, tasting some of the amazing food, and visiting the venues that they are offering here. Hi, I'm Corey Powell. And um, how did you get involved with this organization and this event? Bobby Panter, she's been a client of mine for a really long time. She got me involved with this. She, she knows that I love dogs. And she said that she was involved and asked if I would be a part of it. And what is the major difference between styling a person's hair and a dog's hair? <laughs> well, I would imagine you have a lot more flexibility with a, um, <laughs> with a person. And also dogs have fur. So I think you're limited on... Um, you can do more color fun things with it than you can like the client I'm doing right now which I'm curling her hair Uh, you know you can do like cuts like mohawks and give dogs like that's what my dog has oh really oh wow he's a 90 pound dog with a mohawk oh my god what kind of dog I occasionally color he's a green Pyrenees Australian shepherd oh wow yeah so I trim him for the summer into a mohawk that's so cool do you do it yourself, or do you have... No, no, I get a groomer, but I, I do, you, do you have any dogs yourself? I do. I, I have a boxer, and her name is Gia, and she's about 10, oh, wow. and I just rescued a pit. I think it's a mix, but it's like a standard American pit, so it's not like the stocky one. It's a little, it's a little taller, and she's about one right now. So you don't have many grooming options with those no, breeds? No, no, I... That's part of the reason I like that really short-haired dog. <laughs> yeah. Did I read correctly that you will be uh, fluffing up some dogs during the, the fashion show tonight? I will be. Yes, I will be. I'll probably bring out my, my teasing comb and just like run it over them to make it all fluffed out. Do you have any uh, training suggestions to get the dog to stay still while you do this? I would say get eye contact. You know, just if you keep their eyes on you, then they'll be then they're going to be more happy. If you give good energy to the dog, the dog will stay right there. Yeah, that's perfect. Thank you very much. Oh, you're welcome. (laughs) Your hair looks really nice. Thank you. (laughs) Well, first off, what's your name? Annette Ramirez. And your dog's name? Patch. And I'm guessing you guys will be participating in the fashion show today? Yes, we will. Patch is a canine companion for Independence Dog, and we are going as Marie Antoine Annette. And her page boy patch. (laughs) (laughs) And can you tell me a little bit, well, first of all, is this your first fashion show? It's my second. Uh, Last year was my first, and then I served on the committee this year. So I loved it so much last year, I wanted to volunteer for it this year. And what kind of thought process, creative process, making process goes into this costume? Oh, my goodness. Well, first of all, my name is Annette, so I was thinking, hmm... And what could be really cool but a Marie Antoine Annette with her little page boy. So that's who we are today. And, and lastly, can you just tell me how important having patches is to you? How that's oh my gosh, your life? he has changed my life. I I've had patch for a year. Patch is three years old. He is a lab golden mix, and I had a medical negligence. 
situation which took my arms and my legs. So I was in the hospital for two years. And while I was there, my doctor thought, you know, you might want to think about a service dog. And it's the best thing I've ever done. It took a long process, but he actually gives me the confidence to go out in public again. And he does things for me, picks up things I drop, opens doors. I mean, and he's just added so much to our family. And he's willing to dress up. And he's well, yeah, well, he (laughs) has his tail between his legs a little bit, but... (laughs) Well, thank you very much. This is an incredible event. Thank you so much. I'm glad you're here. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. My name is Deb Kramer. And you have one of the uh, companions for Independence Dog? Yes, she is my service dog, and her name is Spirit. How long have you had her for? We graduated this year, May 5th, 2017. Oh, wow. Congratulations. I was just speaking to one of the trainers who told me that it's a two-week process uh, to to go and camp with your dog, basically. Yes, so the first few days you rotate through several dogs, and on Wednesday of the first week, it's this magical formula that they have. I don't know how they do it, and you get matched with the dog that you probably are going to go home with. But it's amazing. All of us were matched perfectly, the 12 of us. There were 12 teams there. We lived there for two weeks, and at the end, we had a beautiful graduation, and it was amazing, the whole process, really. And how has spirit changed your life? Oh, my goodness. I think um, I'm less sad (laughs) and depressed. Being disabled, you're very invisible in in the real world. Here, we're in a world where people understand that there's disability in this function. But out there, um, I'm the height of an eight-year-old, so I'm usually invisible. And so what people see first is her beauty and who she is, and then they see me. And so that initiates conversations, and I feel like I get to be the old me again, who's a little more extroverted and can converse about things that are things other than my disability. Really beautiful. Yeah. And she's really sweet. Yeah, she's what a is sweet, she? sweet girl. She is a lab golden cross, and uh, she'll be two and a half in a couple weeks. Oh, she's still kind of a puppy. Very yeah, mellow. she's very, her name really matches her energy. She will do turns and flips. She's so excited to play with the dogs, but when she's ready to work, she'll work and pay attention. It's amazing. Yeah, that is amazing. Thank you very much. Oh, you're welcome. That's all for today's episode of Tales of the City on Pet Life Radio. I'm your host, Victoria Schaefer. But before I say goodbye, I want to urge you to visit www.cci.org to find out how you can help Canine Companions for Independence and learn a little bit more. It truly is an incredible organization. I had no idea how much an assistance dog could enhance these people's lives. Canine Companions has homed over 5,000 assistance dogs, and each dog costs $50,000 from breeding to boarding to placing the dog. So please find out more and consider donating. I'm going to go enjoy myself and join in on some of the festivities. But join me next time as I tell you another fun and exciting tale of the city. Let's Talk Pets, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.